Hi, my name is Andrea Jansen, and I am on a mission to help people be ambitious at work every single day. That means you're fulfilled, you're productive, and you're contributing to your company. I'm a certified executive coach that has an MBA, a diversity consultant, a Forbes contributor, a business leader, a wife, and a mother of three. This podcast is about tackling hard topics like the gender gap in the workplace. It's about asking the questions that everybody's thinking about but doesn't want to say out loud. Each episode is like the sweet spot between motivation and tactical strategies to get you ahead. We get out of our comfort zones and we take action. This is where we learn, grow, and create opportunities. Welcome to the Ambition Theory Podcast. It is back to school season, and that means it is the best time to invest in yourself and your professional development. I want to invite you to a free training called How to Thrive at Work in Uncertain Times. During this training, we're going to be talking about how to find opportunities right now, how to leverage relationships, and how to manage your mindset so you can up-level your career, even though times are really crazy and uncertain right now. There will be four time slots to choose from. They will all be live, happening between September 10th and 24th. To grab your spot, head to ambitiontheory.ca slash thrive. Hello, welcome to the Ambition Theory Podcast. It is Andrea Jansen here, and I am about to embark on a three-part series all about thriving at work in uncertain times. And I want you to just imagine with me for a minute, what would happen if you were more confident? What would happen if you were taking bigger risks at work? What would happen if people were noticing you and saying, I want more of that. I want to pave the way for you. I want to give you more opportunities. What would be possible? I want to tell you a little bit about two of my clients that have been working with me since the beginning of the pandemic and what has happened to them. One of them was saying, people are noticing me. They're telling me that I'm showing up in a different way. They're saying, you're more confident. You're leading in a better way. I like what I'm seeing. Do more of that. Another one of my clients is leading in a whole new way. She was saying that her direct reports are super motivated to get further ahead. And she's actually giving them the opportunity to do that. And when I talked to this client, I asked them, were you always this way? And they told me, no, I wasn't. I was more of a command and control style leader where you give people guidance and you tell them what to do. But she said, because she took my program and I always reinforce the concept of sponsorship, which is giving opportunities instead of advice, she was able to implement this on her team over the past couple months during the pandemic And her team members, her direct reports are stepping up to the plate. They're delivering more. They're more engaged than ever before. So I want you to imagine what would happen to the people around you if you had this kind of power over them to give them opportunities, to support them, to help them grow, and to really help them thrive through these uncertain times. This is what I am going to be talking about in the next three episodes of the Ambition Theory Podcast, how you can do this for yourself. And how do I know this? You might be wondering, why should you listen to me? And I want to take you back to March because I want to be completely honest with you. So I 
have had a coaching business for a couple years. And I have to say, in March, I needed to make a big decision. And that decision was when a lot of people were applying for the CERB, which is the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit. So money from the government that's going to help you get through this pandemic. I had to make a decision. I could have applied to get that benefit or I could make the decision to keep going, to keep my business moving forward, to find a way to get through it. And I actually made the decision to keep going. So I followed up with my clients. I made sure they still wanted to work with me. And I really had to take a step back and figure out how am I going to keep this moving forward? And something interesting happened to me when I made this decision. When I was reaching out to my current clients, some of them said, you know what, Andrea, people are going to need coaching now more than ever. Coaching is great to help people get through uncertainty. Coaching is great to help people when they're facing hard things. Yes, absolutely. I agreed with them. And one person even said to me, Andrea, the phone must be ringing off the hook. People must be lining up for your coaching right now. And to be honest, the clients that I already had, they kept going. But I didn't really have new clients knocking on the door, calling me, sending me emails saying, Andrea, I need your coaching right now. Because here is the truth. Just because you are good at what you do, just because you work hard, it doesn't mean people will notice you. And Here's the thing, because one of my clients actually said that to me, they thought it was a compliment, and they thought it was a good thing, um, they thought it was words of encouragement that I should just keep going and I should keep working hard. This is actually a myth that we have been taught since we were in school, that hard work gets you ahead. Because the truth is, it actually doesn't. It is, yes, you need to work hard, but you also need to get noticed. People need to know who you are. People need to believe in you. People need to open doors for you so that you can navigate to the decision maker who can actually make that decision about whether they want to work with you, whether they want to promote you, whether they want to hire you. And so if you're listening to this and you work at a big company and you're not an entrepreneur, great. Lots of my clients, actually most of my clients work at big companies. Just like a promotion, just because you work hard, just because you got your head down, you're doing all the things, you're checking all the boxes, it doesn't mean you're going to get promoted because this is the truth. You need to be seen and that is how decisions are made. People see you, people know you, and then they decide to give you a promotion or hire you. It's really that simple. So now I want to take a couple minutes to really teach you something that you can take back and apply to your career right now to help you move forward, to help you create opportunities, even when you can't see them right now. Because you might be thinking, Andrea, there's no possible way I could ask for a promotion right now. There's no possible way I could give an opportunity to somebody else. It's just so uncertain. I'm waiting for instructions from my boss. I'm not getting direction from the leadership team. And there's all these reasons why you can't. And I want to teach you this very simple concept that I have been using with my clients since the beginning of the pandemic, and it is called above the line thinking versus below the line thinking. So I want you to just imagine a line in the middle of a page, and this is your attitude. This is your behavior. This is how you're thinking. And this is you. You control this yourself. You can't really 
give this control to somebody else. This is your decision how you act. So you have the decision to be above the line. And above the line means you are making choices. You are accountable. You are looking for better ways. You are taking responsibility. You are curious and you are, this is so important, taking action. You're not waiting for someone else to tell you what to do. You are just making the decision to take a step forward. That is above the line thinking. Below the line thinking is when you are blaming, you are denying, you're making excuses, you are waiting for somebody else to tell you what to do. You are saying that you have no control. You point out all the things that are going wrong instead of seeing things that are going right. And I know it's, you could see these two ways of looking at the world and what you can do to take control right now and make the decision that you're going to thrive is you get to decide in every single situation, every single day, am I going to approach this from above the line or below the line? And you get to decide. And here's the thing though. A lot of people these days are below the line. They like to blame. They like to deny. They like to wait for somebody else to tell them what to do. And here is the risk is when you surround your pe- yourself with people who are below the line, who are playing the victim, you know what? Their behavior, their thinking is actually contagious and they're going to do everything in their power to suck you into their world. So if people are blaming, people are denying, if people are not taking action and you're working these with these people every single day, they're actually probably going to suck you down to their level because they don't want to be held accountable. They like playing the victim. Have you ever heard that saying, misery loves company? It is true. So if you want to thrive right now, if you want to find opportunities, if you want to move forward, you need to do the work to stay above the line. You need to find better ways. You need to ask questions. You need to take action. And when I say take action, it doesn't mean you need to solve all the problems at your company or into your in your department. It means you need to take a baby step forward because taking that baby step forward will push you more above the line. Maybe you can't see an opportunity right now, but if you take that baby step forward, that will lead you that will open your mind and then you'll be able to see the next opportunity to move forward. So how do you actually do that, right? This sounds like a complicated theoretical model. So the first thing that you can do is I want to encourage you to do a daily gratitude practice. So that is get a piece of paper. You could say it out loud, say it with a friend, say it with your partner, say it with your kids. Just every single day, say one thing that you are grateful for. And if you do this, that immediately will push your thinking above the line where you're curious, where you're asking questions, where you're able to see action and make choices. So number one, write down one thing that you are grateful for, write it down in a book or share it with a friend. The second thing that you need to focus on is self-awareness. Recognize this in yourself. Recognize, just check in with yourself. Am I above the line or am I below the line right now? And if you're below the line, just recognize that you are. Tell a friend that you are. Maybe call someone that's a little bit more positive and just let them know. Be like, I need someone to lift me up right now. Or if you're recognizing that you're below the line, do the gratitude practice because it really, really works. I know it sounds simple, but trust me, it works. The second thing I want you to do is just recognize the people around you, are they approaching your meetings from below the line 
or above the line. And to be honest, if a meeting's going an hour, an hour and a half, and most of the comments, most of the discussion is really below the line, just figure out what can I do right now? Maybe you could ask a question. Maybe you could decide to end the meeting and reschedule another one for the next day because staying below the line for an hour at a time, it's just going to suck the life out of you and it's going to keep you below the line. And another thing to recognize is that if there are people in your life that are below the line all the time, you know those people. It's the person that whenever you have a new idea, they come up with 10 reasons why it's not going to work. It's the people that like to play the victim, that like to point out everything that's wrong about their situation. Those are below the line people. And once you've recognized those people, limit your time with them. Really, really limit your time with them. Set a boundary of how much time you spend with them. Because sometimes the reality is if they're your coworkers, maybe it's your boss, you're going to need to spend time with them. But really try to limit that time. And when you are with them, here's some tips that you can do. So ask open-ended questions. What are the options? I know it sounds great to call people out when they're below the line. And if you're not comfortable doing that, or if you maybe you're not in a position of authority where in your company it's okay to do that, just recognizing that you are in a group of people that are below the line is really empowering. And when you're done the meeting with them, do something to get yourself back above the line. So maybe you need to take a walk around the block so that you can separate, so that you are not staying below the line for the rest of the day. Because here's the risk that's gonna happen. If you're surrounded by negative people who are below the line and you have a meeting with them at 9 a.m. every day, you're gonna leave that meeting below the line. So you need to take control of your own thinking and do something after you're done interacting with those people to get yourself above the line so that you can find opportunities for yourself. And the cool thing about above the line thinking is that it's contagious as well. At the beginning, it may not feel this way. It may feel really hard. But if you keep going, if you keep making choices, if you keep taking action, if you keep asking open-ended questions, if you keep looking for solutions instead of all the reasons why something is not going to work, it will be contagious and people will buy in. So I know you might be thinking, um, Andrea, I don't need to implement this right now because I have a good job. Things are going really well. I'm actually coasting along and I'm pretty happy with myself right now. And that's great. But I just, if you are coasting, if you do have a good job, I really want to challenge you what would happen if you leveled up? Maybe there's opportunities that you see right now and because you're coasting, because you're doing well, you're actually positioned to get that opportunity maybe sooner rather than later. I want you to really think about that. Or maybe you just started a new job and you're thinking, I don't need to invest in myself right now. I don't need to work on my own professional development. And here's the thing. It's fantastic that you started a new job, but this is the best opportunity to invest in yourself and level level up because you need to build your reputation. People don't know who you are. So especially if you're working at home, because most people are not in the office, it's going to be hard for you to be seen. So investing in yourself, being strategic about that, it's actually the best time for you to do this right now. Another reason I hear why people 
don't want to invest in professional development is that their company isn't paying for it right now or their company isn't giving time for it right now. And yeah, that is unfortunate, but here's the thing. This is your career. And do you want to leave it up to chance? Because I really want to encourage you to do the work now. You're listening to this podcast, do the work and start implementing because it will make a difference. All that said, it is September now. It is back to school. And this is traditionally the time. It's like a second chance at January. So all of those goals that you set for yourself in 2020 that maybe have taken a back seat, I want you to think about what they are right now. And I really want you to think about what are you doing to move yourself forward. In the next episode, so this is a three-part series on how to thrive at work right now, I will be talking about how to work with your head up. And head up means you are working smarter so that people are noticing you, so people are paying attention to you, so that when it's time for that promotion or when it's time for someone to hire you or it's time for someone to build their A-team, they will want you on their team. They will be thinking about you when you're not there and they will be creating opportunities for you. So you're not always trying to create those opportunities yourself. So watch out for it. It will be out next week. And before I go, I want to tell you about a special training where we will be unpacking the topics I'm talking about in this series, How to Thrive at Work in Uncertain Times, live on Zoom. So you can hang out with me and you can ask questions. We'll do some live coaching. And this is happening four times during the month of September. So I would love to see you there. It'll be live on Zoom. You go to ambitiontheory.ca forward slash thrive and you can grab your spot there. That is ambitiontheory.ca forward slash thrive and you can sign up for a free training on how to thrive at work in uncertain times. Hi there. Before you go, I was wondering if I could ask you a huge favor. Can you click on iTunes and give the podcast a five-star review and also a comment? This would mean the world to me. It also helps us to spread the word about the podcast and attract higher profile guests. We want to be able to deliver thought leadership around diversity inclusion every single week and having more reviews on iTunes will help us to do that and help us to keep the show going for free for you. So please head to iTunes right now, give us a five-star review and leave us a comment. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.